ingots. Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. Ben, what are we talking about today? Ooh, today we're talking about our favourite Olympic events. What were your favourite Olympics? Probably the ones in Afghanistan. Correct answer. Game start now. We're back. It's been a while. Gents, I've got, uh, I've got Ben here with me. I think, is that how we normally start, Ben? Oh, I have no idea it's been so long. I know. And we've also got Mike. We, we start with Mike in the room now. I think that's right, yeah? I've been upgraded from guest star to series regular, and I'm very, very honoured. You know what that means, though? That means we don't get to hear this. So you don't get your theme, except I've now played the theme, so you did get the theme this week. So it's like the end of... You don't get your own theme until... Uh, unless I bring it up specifically and play it for you. Uh, pluses and minuses. I, I think I can deal with that. Maybe we should not give him his theme every week. Yeah. Well, so long as I mention it, then that should be fine. Exactly. Good enough. Good enough. I don't get to play this one either. <laughs> Where I gave you the whistle. Remember when I used to always get to blow you and, and it didn't, and you, you would come? Yes, that's blows, right. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame. Happy days. Yeah. So how's it been? How's the break been? It's been a while. Uh, ben, anything happened for you? Nah, not much. Same old, same old, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. We, I had a baby. Well, I didn't have a baby personally, physically. Although sometimes I feel like I have with the little tummy weight that I've put on. But yes, um, I had a child and uh, she's now 16 weeks and all's going great. 16 weeks. Mm. Have Do you measure yourself in weeks now as well, just to compare side by side? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. And I think it's been about a thousand weeks in um, adult weeks since she was born. It feels like that anyway. And it's been 1,000 hours of sleep lost as well, hasn't it? <laughs> I know. They say that it changes your life, and uh, yeah, it does. It absolutely does. You don't get to sleep as much. You don't get to do your fantasy football as much. You know, just all these things, but it's well worth it. She's amazing. I did just do a quick quick check there. It's closer to 2,500 weeks, but, um, but that's all right. <laughs> that's more like what it feels like. That's what it feels like. No, it's all good. All good. So, yeah, that's what's been happening in my life, and uh, it's been a nice little distraction. But now, you know, kick her to the curb, onto more important yeah. things, brackets, podcast. And, and and Olympics. It's Olympics fever has hit. Olympics fever is probably the only fever in town, am I right? Yeah, I'd say so. Most definitely. <laughs> what else? What other fever could possibly be? Can you vaccinate yourself against the Olympics? I don't know, but I think we've all tested positive. Oh. I think we have. I'm actually loving it. I love the Olympics. I've forgotten how much, but I do. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And the time, the time's so good in Japan. One hour behind us. Yeah. I I actually think from memory, the Olympics won our um, the did. Summer Olympics won our uh, best bucket list sports event. It so it's only it, it only makes sense for us to come back and do a, an Olympics special. So what's our topic, Ben? Well, our topic is. Our favourite Olympic events, and look, this might be controversial. Who knows what's going to win? I actually have no idea. I haven't even thought about what would win, but you know, you, 
there's going to be some favourites that go down. There's going to be some some weird ones maybe that go through. I don't know, but it's just what we would want to sit down and watch on the TV or what we would like to go to the event. I think that's how we'd, we'd do it. Absolutely. And I think, as per usual, just the drafting process was controversial. Uh, we did record the draft earlier in the week. There were what does what defines a sport was an issue uh, at, for a while, but I think we, we we've, we've sorted it out. Look, shall, we, shall I play the highlights and then we can come back and talk about that in a sec? Swimming, track, cycling, basketball, field, shooting, hockey. Beach volleyball. Let's throw rowing in there. Water polo. Diving. Fencing. Weightlifting. European handball. Gymnastics. Badminton. So there we have it. We could have done a lot of track and field events, but it would have done the whole 16 just about. So same with swimming, I guess. So we've just put it down to track as one and field as the other. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. We've all got our favourite events within those, and we'll probably get to those as we get, as we go. But um, Exactly. But there's, some, there's some always some big ones that missed out, like soccer missed out. Tennis. And tennis and golf, like sports that we like. But ten- the Olympics should be about being the absolute best like the most the pinnacle you can achieve right yeah like you with european handball exactly whoever even knows what happens in the club championships of european handball exactly. but you could argue that basketball isn't either but i think it is for every other country other than america and even then america is still pretty close to the pinnacle for the olympics so and i think i threw that one in because i think this could be a very special olympics for australia in the basketball go for fourth is that what we're saying <laughs> Yes, it's like, it's the old Richmond ninth, Australia fourth. Okay, so we've got our sports. Should I put them into? Now we haven't fired up the old um, brackets machine for a while. Oh, it um, could be. It could be a bit oily, a bit rusty. I'll put some. Uh, I'll put some oil on it. Just hang on a sec. And uh, who wants to give it a pull? Oh, like, I'd like to. Okay. Yes, please. Give it a tug. There you go. <clears throat> Interesting matchups, some some quite good matchups, I think, in there. There's yeah, some a fitting, a couple of fitting matchups. Yeah. There's oh, a bit of a Mars versus Snickers over there. So there it's uh, shall, we, shall we kick it off? Yeah, let's do it. And uh, let me just let me just play this round of sixteen, and we're away. Okay, matchup number one. Matchup number one is diving versus European handball. Definitely two sports that you don't hear about until Olympics time. Has the Liverpool player Mo Salah ever gone in the diving? I think I think a lot of the people in the uh, the soccer slash football uh, participate in the diving as well. So yeah, I think both there's a big crossover, especially well, in all of the teams. I think we're just as guilty as everyone else. True. That's a good point. Right, so diving was first introduced in the Summer Olympic Games in, in 1904 and has been an Olympic sport since. 
Australia's pretty good. Um, we've won at least one medal in each of the last five Olympiads. Um, and we have a total of 13 medals, three gold, three silver, and seven bronze. And when I think of diving, I think of Greg Laganus. How about yourselves? Yeah, it's Laganus. So he, in the 1988 Olympic Games, he hit his head on the, uh, on the board, but still won the gold medal. I do remember that. I remember where I was when that happened, too. Where were you? I was at World Expo 88. Oh, so was I. <laughs> I think, have we talked about World Expo on this pod before? I think we, we certainly have. We love played the theme. We love it. <laughs> uh, I also think of, I don't know why, the big hairy guy who used to die for Australia. Was it Steve Foley? Was it Gary Lyon? It was Gary Lyon. It was Chewbacca. It was, no, this Steve Foley, I think, was his name. That, I, don't, that, I don't remember him. What about Michelle Wu? Yeah, Michelle Wu. Yeah, Michelle Wu, definitely. Got her, got her ma- own uh, fashion label now if you watch every single freaking ad that's uh, on during... during on, well, Did on she marry, marry another Australian diver or something? Oh, I can't remember. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Michelle Wu, I think she's still there. I think I saw her do a little special last night on her cardboard bed that she's sleeping on in, uh, in, in uh, Japan. Um, diving is one of those sports where yeah everyone becomes an expert like everyone knows this. you only watch it once every four years but as soon as you start you go well she's overdone that yeah she's 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 overcooked her entry that's gonna be points off i think it's only a 7.8 there's only one thing i look for in diving and it's how minimal the splash is that's like all i can base it on oh that was a good dive virtually no splash yeah it's all it's all about the entry always and diving is going up against European handball. Love European handball. It's amazing. European handball is the best. It's uh... actually okay. Matty, Matty Mitch, no Mitchum, Mitchum, Matt Mitchum. He was that's what that's one of the best Australian diving efforts. Yes, in him. recent time. That's a good call. Yeah, yep. that was one where China won every single gold medal except right. for Mitchum on the tower. Yeah. yeah, he's only one of three of our gold medalists ever. The others being uh, Dick Eve and Chantel Newberry. Oh, yeah, oh Chantal. Good old Chantal. It's yeah, a great name. But Dick Eve is not one I've heard of. He must have been back in the uh, back in the old days. No, I think that's um, now the night before no, anyway, the wedding, <laughs> I think. I don't know. What's the night before something? <laughs> night before something, I don't know. Whatever. So, European, European handball. Yes, European handball. So the men's women... The men's and women's handball teams have only ever once made the Olympics, and that was in the year 2000 when it was automatic entry. Um, it's only been... We've talked yeah. about before, Ben, where uh, you almost made that team. I did. You and I had a late uh, a late try at the Olympics. I probably won't go over the story too much to bore the millions of listeners, but uh, yes, we made a late dive at trying to make the Olympic team in the European handball, and I made the Victorian team as goalie and then weeks out found out that I wasn't eligible that already got the people for the Olympics team so I pulled out speaking of decades and left the the team as well we we joined the Monash Griffins we did one of only three teams in the state exactly (laughs) you you do have a lot of repeat matches funnily enough Um, yeah, so uh, we nearly made it. We, Australia didn't win a game in those Olympics and they were getting thumped like 50-12 and 52 and all this stuff. So I would have seen a lot of action 
both on and off the court, if you know what I mean. You would have copped a lot of balls. And then you would have gone and played some European handball. That's right. It's a great game, though, in all seriousness. It is. I, I it played is. it at school and used to love it. Yes, yeah, so for those that don't know anything about European handball, I'd suggest definitely having a look. I mean, it's a it's a very fast-paced game of seven players each side, and you basically throw, catch, and dribble a small ball and try and score goals into something resembling a little mini soccer net, and you've got, like, the, the D there that you can't throw within. It's just a really good game. It's it's really entertaining. Very it fast. Very fast. It's like soccer with hands. Exactly. Do yourself a favour. Have a look. Hence, it's called handball. Yes. Well yeah. done. So this would be a tough one to try and choose between. I reckon they're two very, very different sports. You're up first. Um, also, it's my go as well. And let's see, diving. European handball. Look, call me crazy, but mm-hmm. uh, and maybe it's the fact that I nearly made the Olympic team in European handball. And for that reason, I think they're pretty even for me. I could watch either of them. So, and for that reason, I'm going to put European handball. I'm going to vote for that. Are you crazy? I know. But yeah, these are two sports that I really enjoy watching every Olympics and probably have never watched them any other time. Although I did notice there was some European handball on one of the be-in channels, I think, on, uh, on Foxtel at one stage. And this is where this is hard, because if you turn on the TV and diving was on during a non-Olympic time, would you watch it? And same with European handball, would you watch it? But that's different during the Olympics, I guess. Uh, I do enjoy watching diving. And as much as I dislike events that aren't faster, more scoring, more weightlifting, you know, those sort of things, which it should be, I don't like, generally don't like ones where you get scores given by judges. But I'm going to say diving because I think I do enjoy watching diving just that little bit more than I like watching... European handball. So I'm going to say diving. Maybe it's because we've had more success in diving. Probably that. Uh, I'm going to say diving and hand it over to tiebreaker Mike. First up. Ooh, tough one. I've uh, I've jumped off a diving board before. Um, Have you dived off or jumped off? Both. How high? Oh, not very high. <laughs> I figured you'd have to get... Yeah, you'd have to get higher to do that, surely. Yeah. It's one of those bouncy boards, so it wasn't a wasn't a fixed board you know like a a 10 meter fixed it was like a three meter bouncy spring springboard yeah there you go Um, we used to climb up my technical version of bouncy i prefer bouncy yeah the three meter bouncy i've dived off that 10 meter board before um once and it was a really big mistake i was so sore in the nether regions i must have just landed at a weird angle and i'll never do that again We, we used to climb it at oakley pool we used to climb it and watch people play oakley golf course as they which was alongside the Oakley Pool, and then climbed up. I climbed back down it pretty quickly. Oakley okay. Pool also where Shane Ramsey dived uh, in uh, the first series of Neighbours. But anyway, that's a whole other story. He could have been an Olympic diver, but just didn't didn't work out. Anyway, Mike, you this is ruining the tension, Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, um, so no, it's look, me ruining the tension. I think. Uh, what would I rather watch in the Olympics? I think diving. Diving's gone through over European handball. Fair yeah. call. I thought it would. I was just, you know, I knew that I'd get outvoted on that one, but I had to give European handball a bit of a G up. It's a valiant effort from uh, European handball just to make the final 16 in a country that really doesn't play it very often. Swimming versus water polo. Swimming versus water polo. Ben, what have you got? What can you tell us about swimming? What's that all about? 
Well, it's about moving your arms and legs in uh, a vast area of water, I believe. Um, we've <laughs> swimming's obviously one of Australia's best events, and we uh, nine of our top ten Olympic medal winners ever are actual swimmers. So that shows how how good we have been in the pool. Should we guess? Can we guess who the tenth is? Well. Funnily enough, I don't actually know who the tenth is. So they, Let's not we, guess we, who it we is. Then guess that. We, we could guess that, but I can tell you the other nine. We've Is actually won. Might be enemies. It might be. We've actually won fifty-eight gold medals ever at Olympic Games, second only to the United States. We've Was... won fifty-eight. They won two hundred and seventeen. <laughs> so that's a, <laughs> slight, a little bit of a different, but we're the second best. Was swimming in the very first Olympics? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, I don't know. Because oh, you won't know my, the answer to my next question either, because I was going to say, was it a fast pull in Athens? It was a fast pull. Um, you really yeah. wanted to be in those middle lanes. Yeah. yeah. Get that, I thought but, so. Yeah, get the slipstream of the others in that pool, for sure. It's actually 58 out of the 135 Olympic gold medals we've ever won have been in the pool, so that's that's a lot. That's a big percentage, over a third. And, you know, some of the names, Ian Thorpe, Dawn Fraser... Susie O'Neill, Grant Hackett, Michael Klim. Australian Survivor. Yes, that's right. Kieran Perkins. You know, the list goes on and on. And so everyone knows, everyone watches the swimming every four years. Like I find myself, I don't watch it at all for, you know, four years and then suddenly I'm loving the swimming. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's it's like, Mm. and it's normally on at good times as well. Like it's weird this year that the the heats are on of a night because it's for US audiences and the... And the actual finals are during the day, so um, they're doing that for the US prime time. Yeah, which they did They did win when it was in Beijing too, I think, and here. They did, uh, but still pretty good time, I guess, during the day. And up against water polo, so water polo is probably something else that you wouldn't watch any other time apart from every four years, I find. Um, it's entered the Olympic program at the Paris 1900 Games. And it wasn't till, and then in the, it wasn't till the year two thousand though that the women's um, the water race. polo. The st- oh, I was going to ask, do you know the men and the women's names? Uh, oh, okay, you can ask. There you go. What are they? The stingrays. Close, actually, it's stingers, but oh, close. Stingers. Yeah. Oh. And what are the men called? Stingrays. <laughs> no. Um, it's an the- animal. The um, manta ray. <laughs> nice. That's what I was. That's what I was picturing. Those ones. That, what, what's the one that killed? Um, a stingray. Uh, oh, it was a stingray. Okay. And and they're good in water. This uh, this animal. Ah, the fish. <laughs> bear. Bear. Um, bear. No, they're not the so whales. good in water. Oh, that would have been good, but no. The seahorses. No. The plankton. No. Obviously, plankton. The shuttlefish. No, I'm just going to stop this and say they're the sharks. Ah. Mm, I was going to say groper, but, you know. <laughs> Under the that's, water. That's a different <laughs> podcast, surely. You're on some other podcast <laughs> talking about that. And so um, so our men's first played in the Olympics in 1948, and we've qualified for every game since, which is a pretty good effort. And... The whim- Oh, no, except 96. We didn't get it in 96 in Atalanta. Uh-huh. 
So there, and um, the women first joined in 2000, as I said, and won the gold medal. So that really, was a, that was the first time. Because the they're still time. one of the best in the world, our women. They, I watched them yesterday. It was a good game. Well, the third best in the world in the women, and definitely a medal chance. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. The men's are okay. They're, I think they're about eighth or something, but the women's third in the world. So, yeah, swimming versus water polo, and Tim, you're up. Yeah, the I mean, it's a tough draw for water polo, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Um, yep. <laughs> I, I enjoy water polo, and I enjoyed watching yesterday's game against Canada. But that's the first time I've watched water polo since well, in five years, because I wouldn't have seen any or heard of it, unfortunately, since uh, since Rio. But swimming's all like yeah, like I said, swimming is is our pet sport. The, the thing that I do like, not like, but the thing I admire swimmers are, it's it's more, it's more such a, a lot of work and there's not much of a career in, in swimming. You're lucky if you get to be a commentator for a bit, but but yeah, it's you got to admire the, these guys who do it all for the for the love of it and, and to win an Olympic medal. It's the, it is the, the ultimate, uh, swimming, swimming for me. The dedication to to the the hours of early training every early mornings, that kind Nuts. of stuff, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and selfishly, I'm already hoping that Shani does not take up swimming for those early starts. But hey, dedication for the parents. Whatever she <laughs> likes, of course. That I'll be certainly trying to nudge her away from swimming. Let's be honest. <coughs> golf. <clears throat> yes, golf, tennis, maybe basketball. Who knows? Whatever she wants, of course. Whatever the good thing with wants. golf is you don't have to. There's no early morning training in golf, like oh, look, four o'clock in the morning training. You might that, get up yes. six thirty for a round, but that's true. And yeah, I, I think I couldn't echo your sentiments anymore, to be honest. So I won't go into it too much. But water polo is great. I actually do weirdly enjoy watching it. But up against swimming, you can't. It's, there's no choice um, there. So swimming through for me to the next round. And look at that! It's a great swimming versus diving. Is a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty quarter. good uh, quarterfinal match. Oh, an, an aqua quarterfinal. Mike, That's what true. would you have voted for in that one? Uh, swimming easily. Yeah. yeah. One thing we didn't talk about was equestrian. That didn't get in. Australia have done pretty well in equestrian. Actually, that, that could be the 10th. Equestrian might be the 10th because isn't that bloke... Andrew Hoy. Yeah, he's won a lot, hasn't he? Yeah, could be. I think he was in the 1896 Olympics. <laughs> on, it could have been. On and, in ev- and in every one Archer yeah. on Archer. Yeah, come on, Tim. That's ridiculous. Not Kyber TikTok. Kyber TikTok came later. Matchup number three is still in the water for a little bit. Rowing versus hockey. Real traditional Olympic sports, rowing and hockey. They are. And of course, everyone knows that Australia's rich Olympic history in rowing started with Henry Bobby Pierce, who won back-to-back gold medals in the single skulls back in 1928 and 1932. Good old Every, Bobby. Everyone knows that. Was nine it was nineteen twenty eight London? That's Stockholm. A good question. Stockholm yeah, syndrome. The syndrome. Thirty six was Berlin. What was thirty two, Mike? Uh Afghanistan. <laughs> a very underrated Olympics. The shoe dig was pretty good. Um, <laughs> that Olympics. I, I, I actually thought that you two would make Good rowers. I thought you could go in the men's coxless, coxless pair. I thought um, 
So, uh, as, so as well as that, Dick Eve again. <laughs> as of course, uh, Australia is well known for the awesome foursome, mainly, of course, the the song on the ad. Um, peaches, mango, peaches. That's the one. And this year, actually, Australia have the women have their own awesome foursome, and they have uh, a very good chance of winning gold this year. They, so, I was going to say they played yesterday, but they they rode in their first heat yesterday and did well yeah yeah because then they're up till now that uh women's foursome haven't been part of the olympics so this is the first time and uh they look like they're a very good chance actually and of course the other one is lay down sally who can forget 2004 women's eights rowing final when she stopped rowing due to exhaustion during the final of course I remember that yes mm, i do was it exhaustion but, i think i thought it was mental health she had a bit maybe. of a breakdown didn't she maybe Maybe a bit of both, but yes. Yeah, so, but we are very good at, at rowing, and I do enjoy watching the rowing. Actually, again, one of those ones you only watch every four years for me. Um, up against hockey, so we're obviously talking uh, field hockey, not ice hockey. Yep. And we've won. Yes, that's right. So we've won nine Olympic medals. Uh, the Kookaburras are the men. Oh, I probably should have asked. Seen a few guys knew what. That I can was tell you here. the women's. Yes, what are they? The Hockey Roos. Correct. And we're actually ranked third in the world in the women, so... We used to be unbeatable. Yeah, we've, we won in 88, 96 yeah. and 2000. And the, the men have won a medal at every Olympic hockey tournament since the 92 games, which were in... Afghanistan. 1932, did you say? No, 1992. Oh, 1992. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely Afghanistan or Barcelona. That's the one. So, yes, it's every one of them. And we've amassed nine Olympic medals since 1956 in the men's. So, yeah, we're pretty good at hockey and pretty good at rowing. I can remember we were always really good at hockey through the 80s, but we could never get a medal. And it was that that one in Barcelona. Rick Charlesworth, wasn't it? Yes. And he went on to coach the Hockey Roos. He did. When they were unbeatable, but they didn't like him very much because he was a... a Perfectionist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Can... And of course, we've got Georgie Parker as well, Olympian. Yep, star of Home and Away. No, the other one, of course. And Nova Perez Kneebone. Yes, she, she did. No, she, was a... she changed sports. Yeah, she was a hockey player and then she became a runner and then a politician. And Mike likes a bit of tonsil hockey. Absolutely. That, uh, that does get played at the Olympics, but not this year. No. Was... Normally the closing ceremony is uh, Thompson Hockey time. But it won't be this time around. The no. um Yeah, there. I can remember, I don't know, my, possibly why my sister called me Rain Man. I can remember where, where I was when we won <laughs> all of our gold medals from 84 through to 92. After that, we started to win a bit too many. Too, <laughs> it was, we were a vic- I was a victim of our own success. I couldn't remember where I was, probably at work in 96. But yeah, I can remember, and I remember sitting on the bus leaving leaving Brisbane to come home uh, was when we won the Olympic gold medal for the women's hockey in Seoul. Whoa, that's amazing! Yeah. You can remember that. Ah, uh, Seoul, I remember those Olympics well. What did you call me? <laughs> I remember Graham Kennedy did that. He used to do that every night. When anyway, shut up. Uh, rowing versus hockey. The, okay. Two two big. Olympic sports, where uh, what are you thinking? Um, all right, I'm thinking that. Wow, 
I really don't have a massive opinion on this one, is what I'm thinking. I think they'd be two of my lesser liked out of the 16. That's with respect to both sports, of course. I Not much respect by the sounds of it. Well, maybe a little respect. Uh, hockey, yeah, love it. And, of course, we'll watch when Australia gets into the gold medal match, hopefully, of both. Um, but for some reason, there's something about rowing and watching the front of the boats just sort of going along and getting closer and they can see the line across the water on the TV and you see the, the front of the boat edging closer and closer and closer and, and that and then finally gets past it. And I think there's something about rowing that gets it over the line over hockey for me. So I'm going to go with rowing. Rowing. Interesting. You're right. I, I hadn't actually thought about that with the line, you know, and watching the boats going up. But, 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 and it, it's a bloody good TV sport. It is. Because you can put the graphics on the water. Yeah, it's <laughs> better than exactly probably going in person, I'd say. I reckon it would be, yeah. To the regattas. <laughs> the Henley <laughs> regatta. Is that on Todd? Yes. I think it is. Uh, having said that, I actually have watched a bit of hockey in the last couple of years mm. on TV. Outside and Olympics Outside time. of Olympics. Yeah. Wow. It's often on ESPN or want something. And I enjoy watching. I think hockey's in in some ways a bit like footy because you, you, you've got to, you know, move quickly. And it, uh, admittedly, you've got to stick. It's not like footy at all. But Stephen <laughs> Kernahan? The, the way the ball moves is fast and it angles. Uh, I'm talking shit, but I'm going to vote for. I'm going to give my vote to hockey. I think this is a, this is a matchup that's deserving of a tiebreaker mic input. I agree. Well. Uh, yeah, um, it's got to be rowing for me because I don't like hockey. I've never been a fan of hockey. <laughs> That'd do it. Sorry, <laughs> it's rowing. I put, I actually watch rowing and at the Olympics, and I by enjoy default, it. by default, it seems. Yeah, basically. But I, yeah, I, got, I don't begrudge rowing. I, it's a, it's a good sport that anyone. You, it's one that anyone can have a crack at, right? Anyone can jump on a rowing machine and have a well, crack and realize how hard it is. I was going to yeah. say it'd help if you had a boat. Oh, you can jump on a rowing machine. Canoe. <laughs> the same, isn't it? Well, you can just sit there in your lounger and pretend. Yeah, with a couple of sticks, oars, and um, in the bath. Anyway, uh, rowing goes through. Match up uh, number four uh, to finish off the Western Conference. Gymnastics. Oh, you've learned your east and west over the break, haven't you, Tim? Did you hear well like done. the way I stalled? I was sort of stalling, sort of Jared Waitley style, and talking rather slowly so I could then come up with it in my head and work oh, out. I, no, I didn't it. notice. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, no. Nothing like Jared Waitley at all, was it? No, it was, it was good. Not really. Gymnastics versus field. Right. Yes. Yeah, a bit of equipment involved in both. But I... I'm interested to see when both of these sports debuted in the Olympics. Jeez, I hope I've done that research then. <laughs> no pressure. Gymnastics <laughs> events have been staged at the Olympic Games since 1896. Gymnastics in 1896? Yeah. Ju- you know what? They actually used a real horse, not a pommel horse back then. That is correct. and yeah. But that was male gymnasts. And uh, female gymnasts have participated since 1956, which was in... Afghanistan. Afghanistan. <laughs> it's amazing how many Olympics have been in Afghanistan. 
did women compete in the first Olympics? I wonder. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a look. No, at that. no, it was okay, it was men. Didn't. So the the very first uh, lot of games ever was uh, just the men. Um, so that was in seven seven six BC. Oh yeah, that's the nude Olympics. What about yeah. the what about the modern Olympics? Did uh, did the women compete in eighteen ninety six? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. And I'll have a look for that. Okay. I'll, I'll just think about that for a bit. And for our listeners, nineteen fifty six, it was held in Melbourne. That's right, Melbourne. Unless for our for our international listeners. Ah uh, yes, and for our international listeners, the rest of Australia doesn't like Melbourne. No, and that's where we're from. They hate us. Um, so gymnastics, maybe just yes. us three, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. So a total of forty-six female gymnasts since fifty-six. I don't know why I wrote that down. Um, have been in the Summer Olympics, and we haven't. Australian women have not won any medals at the Olympics yet, uh, or men for that matter. So there you go. We haven't won any medals at the Olympics, but hopefully this year will be our first. There's seven individual gymnastics events for the men and five for the women. Oh, we should really? try and see. You guys, let's see how much you guys know your Olympics. Let's go through, see see if you can name. Let's start with the women's five events. Oh, the ribbon. Uh-oh. Rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastics. Mm, yeah, we'll... it's called the floor I... exercise, that one. So, oh, okay. And it's got a few different things in it, but... Yeah, it's probably a bit harsh, this, actually. Let's not go through this. This will take too long. Unless Mike's a gymnast enthusiast that we don't know. Uh, no. No. The so even bars? Yes. The parallel bars? I love me a bit of a pommel horse. Pommel horse? Yeah, so they must come under different things. This is where I shouldn't have gone into this. There's the floor exercise, the vault... The, the, une- the uneven the bars. Yes. Yeah, uneven bars, the balance Rick beam. Disneck. Yes. Rick Disneck. He broke all of his ribs. And the individual all around, which oh. is a weird Which one. one do you do? The flick flack? Mm, the flick flack. Yeah, uh, maybe it's just me. I think it's just you. Yeah. Are you talking about the one with the where the legs sort of go in that scissor yeah, kick like a- motion? I don't know. You know, when they get the commentators go, it was probably more of a Roy and HG when they Roy and HG made the gymnastics, really, didn't they? They did, and they did their own commentary, the Hello Boys, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yes. anyway, sorry, I shouldn't have gone into that. So that's gymnastics and the fi- field, which is normally when I hear field, I think of legs of the quaddy, but um, <laughs> field. In this instance, we're talking about the opposite of track at the Olympics. So we're talking about jumping and throwing events and you know we're talking about jumping events like long jump triple jump high jump pole vault and we're talking about throwing events like shot put javelin discus hammer and there's also combined events like the pentathlon heptathlon and decathlon and which of course those three things have how many events five six and ten the number that is in the word that you said yes yeah Oh, seven. Seven, isn't it? Seven is, yes. Oh, did you say six, Mike? Oh, come Ooh, on. Mike. Five, sorry. seven, ten. Five, seven, ten. Sorry. Glenis Nunn, 1984. Yes. I was doing my homework. I was only in grade five, but I remember doing my homework and uh, walking out into the lounge room and seeing Glenis Nunn win her, uh, her gold medal. Yes, I remember that too, actually. 
come with you again, my... remember? I don't know where I was, though. <laughs> it's just weird. Do you remember where you were when we did our first podcast? Oh, at your computer, you would have been, so that's probably not yep. a good question. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's, yeah, that's field. That's that's You could go into field so much, like all the different events and stuff, but uh, let's just keep it to that. Jumping and throwing events. Can I... Uh, I've just had a quick look. There's a guy called uh, Pierre Baron de de Coubertin. And he's a French educator and historian, founder of the International Olympic Committee. Yes. Yeah, pretty pretty big when it comes to Olympics. And when it came to the 1896 Olympics, uh, he said, okay, when it comes to the 1896 Olympics, women were not entitled to compete because de Coubertin felt that their inclusion would be impractical, uninteresting, unesthetic, and incorrect. I hate him. I think all four of those couldn't be any more wrong. Because I mean, unesthetic. I'm being yes. I'm being a dodgy dodgy bloke here, but it's pretty aesthetic. I reckon they're aesthetic as. Well, okay, I think he's I'm... pathetic. Yeah, he didn't. I don't know if they were in the uh, two thousand. Uh, sorry, the nineteen hundred. I don't know if they if that changed. They're in France, so probably not because he's French. But <laughs> very good. So you're first, field or gymnastics? It's, uh, as I said to you guys the other day, I was talking to someone at work the other day and they said they're not really interested in the Olympics. They like the opening ceremony, the closing ceremony and the gymnastics. And I said, well, between us, we've got everything covered because I'm not fussed about the gymnastics at all. I, I, I don't particularly like the sports where it's like absolutely it's a sporting activity and you've got to be incredibly fit and dedicated to get there. I just don't like the ones where you get scores, even though I do like diving. I don't like ones you get scores. Whereas field, I love I love high jump. I love pole vault. I love the long jump. I love all I love jumping. Jumping's fun, right? Jump around. I'm going with field. Hmm. Gee, that was a really good summation again by you, Tim. Uh I, I must agree a hundred percent that I have very little interest in the gymnastics for some reason. I've tried tried to watch it i just can't get into it for some reason i can't really put my finger on it maybe you're right maybe it's the scoring because sometimes i watch it and you even hear the commentator saying how good it was and then they get like a 8.2 or something and then you see one and go yeah that was about the same and 9.9 and you go what what the hell is it because they're well known the person or what i just don't get it so it just doesn't do it for me the gymnastics whereas field yeah amazing just what they can do with their bodies and with the objects is just freakish. It's just amazing. I love watching it. So for me, yeah, it's a pretty easy one. Field goes through for me. Field through to the quarterfinals. Mike, which way would you have gone? I'm not a fan of interpretive dance. And I feel that gymnastics does a lot of interpretive dance. But you're good at it. I was going to say that too. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm not a fan. You know, with the ball, with the... um, Ribbon. The ribbon, thank you. Yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. So it'd have to be field. Yeah. yeah. What about synchronized swimming? That's another one that we missed out on. Ooh, tough. I hate it. Just Tell us what late... you really think there. Ben. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I just have no interest in synchronized swimming at all. So I can give you a quick update before we go to the Eastern Conference. In 1900, women were allowed to compete. Good. In only two sports. Oh, bad. Not good. Which sports do you think it might have been? Swimming oh, and on, running. Ah, oh, hang on. No, they were allowed in teams. I get that wrong. Got that wrong. The first 
so the fir- the women were allowed in teams in sailing. What did I say? In sailing and croquet. Oh, but judging by Pierre's uh, view, outdated view, maybe they were allowed in cooking and cleaning as the two events. <laughs> I think so. But they were all in individual sports. They were allowed in tennis and golf. Uh, I'll give you more updates on women's sports in the Olympics uh, later on. But uh, before, uh, oh no, we don't have a word from our sponsors. Uh, we go to the Western Conference shooting versus weightlifting. Two sports you'd love to combine, maybe. That would be interesting, actually. So shooting has been Olympic sports since the first Olympic Games in 1896. Uh, Before guns were invented. Yeah, that's true. They just, um, they used uh, one of those slingshots and they just slingshotted <laughs> at the clay. I thought there was, uh, controversially, there was the Australian entrant in the shooting who just used his hands and went pew, pew, pew at the <laughs> Well, just as controversially, that same Australian actually also had many more shots than everyone else because he used a boomerang. <laughs> now, the uh, it's the only sport to feature in both Winter and Summer Olympics in the biathlon, That's right, the biathlon. shooting and modern pentathlon programs. Uh, it had the third, weirdly, it had the third highest number of participating nations in the 96 Atlanta Olympics. Hundred different teams entered that year. That was weird. Yeah, people loved shooting in the nineties. They do now. The most appearances by an Australian. There's been Diamond. six. I was going to say there's been six. There's been two people. I reckon you'll know both. Uh, so six Olympian Olympics. That's Michael amazing. Diamond. Yes, correct. That's one. And the other Neil one. Neil Diamond. Not Neil Diamond. Da, da, da. No. <laughs> no. So no uh, Sweet Caroline then. No Sweet Caroline is not an entrant either. It's another I mean, male. I can picture him. What's what's the initials? R M. Robert Murphy. Roger Merritt. <laughs> Both so so close. Russell Mark. Oh, Russell Mark. Oh, yeah. Russell Mark, of course. Oh, so in in nineteen hundred in Paris, it was thought that Donald McIntosh won the first Australian gold medal in shooting. But there was a bit of confusion at the time what events were included on the Olympic program, uh, so they didn't uh, they didn't include it. But years later, they actually ruled that it was. So uh, technically, fifty two year old Paddy Dench won our first shooting gold, our first shooting medal in eighty four Olympics when she won bronze. Yes. Uh, so that is a little bit about shooting. There's a lot more, but yeah, let's not go over any of that. There's lots of, there's so many shooting events. I couldn't believe it when I had a look. I was like, surely there's just a couple, but there are so many technicalities and different events. It's ridiculous. And it's up against weightlifting. Weightlifting, we all think of Dean, Luke, and Shirley. And Robert Cabass. And Robert Cabass. Robert Cabass. Yeah. What a oh. legend. So that also was in the nineteen, oh sorry, the 1896 Olympics. Um, back then, though, there were two events, the one-handed lift and the two-handed lift. <laughs> and they were open to all competitors regardless of their weight. And regardless Whereas, of their hand? <laughs> and regardless of how many hands they had. Although you need two for the two-handed lift, you would presume. Did they have a most you can lift with your right hand and a most you can lift with your left hand or just one hand? You could definitely go in the most you could lift with your right hand, I reckon. I don't know. I can't lift that much, but I can lift it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if it's number of reps. <laughs> it could be. 
it could be. So whereas these days there's one gold medal awarded for every weight division, and it's the total weight from the two types of lift, which of course are kilos. Uh, the uh, uh, the clean and jerk. Correct. Which is what I nickname you two. And the snatch, which is what we nickname you. <laughs> Touche. Touche. I deserve that. So in 1948, we sent our first weightlifters. And of course, the 48 Olympics were in... Afghanistan. Stockholm. Oh, damn it. That, that was Stockholm, wasn't it? Oh, it was now 52 was Stockholm. True. 48 was uh, London, I think. Yes. London, yeah. Well done. Yeah. And 52... Just after, the, after the war. Mm. And 52, 52 was, was Helsinki. Oh, Helsinki. And we won a, our first bronze in 52, Vern Barbaris. That's a uh, good name for a weightlifter. It is, whereas it took another 32 years before our next, which was Dean, Dean Lucan. Dean Lucan. And Robert Cabas Kab- won the silver that same year. That was a big year for us. And our f- we've only won four medals. Our fourth came in 96 in Atlanta... Which, sadly, I don't remember this guy, but Stefan Botev. I have no, no idea. I wouldn't have known that. Did he win gold? Uh, no, it said he won a, a medal, so I'm assuming probably bronze, maybe silver. Let's give him bronze. No, let's give him silver. Congratulations, Stefan Botev, on your silver medal. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the two events. Shooting versus weightlifting. Two very, very different events, but as you said, would be great if you could combine them. If Lift some did... stuff, shoot some stuff. Maybe if you're doing the one-handed, so you could do one-handed lifting while you shoot with the other hand. Well, that's I'm trying to do that. That's just what time. you do all the time, Tim. <laughs> Shooting versus weightlifting. Ah, oh, look, I, these two would let, let's not beat around the bush. These two would be right down on my list. Uh, not a massive fan of shooting. I can watch shooting, and sometimes you're like, there's heaps of stuff happening, and suddenly someone's won. And you're like, what? Where did that come from? I have no idea. Um, weightlifting, I can watch that, but, oh, geez, only a little bit, and only probably if either someone's going for a world record or some or an Australian's competing. But I'd give weightlifting the win just in that one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I, for Dean Lucan. I, I don't think, like you said, I don't think shooting's a great spectator sport. It's very technical. Sit- no, it's, it's not. Just, yeah. They make if they just gave him like a just a basic gun and said shoot that. I think it'd be more interesting. But they have the eyesight stuff and you know, the the scopes and all kinds of stuff, and it's it's very technical. Yeah. Whereas weightlifting is technical too, but yeah. But just lift guess, stuff. Anyway, you can always go like you can identify with going that guy's lifting a lot. Like you can like, you can like, but whereas shooting is hard to identify with unless you're like good at shooting. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about again, but I'm going to say it's weightlifting. Uh, Mike, which way would you have gone there? Oh, I think I would have uh, gone with Dean Lucan. So weightlifting. Weightlifting would have been a clean sweep. Mm. Good choice. Next matchup. Oh, well, I don't know if you, how you can compare these two. They both begin with B. Badminton and beach volleyball. Oh, yeah. So, so we've only had 31 badminton Olympians ever. Um, became an Olympic sport only... In 1992 in Barcelona. Is that right? Um, it was a demonstration sport at Munich in 72, but became an actual Olympic sport in 92. Initially, there was just men's and women's men's and women's singles and doubles. Uh, and in 96 in Atlanta, they introduced a mixed doubles event. 
and Australia has not won any medals in the badminton. Uh, beach volleyball was an introduction at the 96 Atlanta Games and then really took off in the 2000s. Sydney Olympics, where, of course, our first ever volleyball medal was a bronze medal with the two women whose names were... Cook? Yes. Captain Natalie Cook. Natalie Cook? Uh, And Kerry... Something weather? Close. Well, not really. Kerry Potast. (laughs) Potast, yeah. And Natalie Cook. So So they won bronze in 96, and then in Sydney they were... They were a bit of rock stars, I reckon, those two in uh, the 2000 City Olympics, and they won the gold. Uh, it was massive. It was Beach volleyball was huge in the 2000 Olympics. So over to you, badminton versus beach volleyball. I know you're a big fan of beach volleyball. I am. It's a, it's, beach volleyball is a very easy sport to watch. I have never seen it live, but I would imagine it would be pretty fun because the, it, like, Anyone can have a crack at playing beach volleyball. Everyone probably played a bit of volleyball at some stage in their lives at school or whatever, so you can identify with it. And everyone's played badminton as well. I used to play badminton at school, and um, my wrists were very strong, um, and it made me quite all right at badminton. (laughs) But I really enjoyed playing badminton. I probably enjoyed playing badminton more than I enjoyed playing volleyball, but if it was head-to-head, I'd have to go with badminton. No, I wouldn't. I'd have I'd have to go with beach volleyball. I'd have to go with beach volleyball. Head to head watching the sport. I'd rather play badminton, but I would rather watch beach volleyball. Ah, <sighs> you know what? I'm going to go badminton. I'll talk myself out of it. I'm going badminton. But if I could choose right now, okay, I'm talking myself in circles here. I'm quite beach enjoying volleyball. you your um, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over the place. Greco Roman wrestling. We didn't put that in. No. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm going back to beach volleyball. Beach volleyball for the third and final time. Going, going. Beach volleyball. Go on. Okay, so badminton and beach volleyball. I've actually played both weirdly before competitively and enjoyed both of them. But watching them at the Olympics, badminton's ridiculously they're ridiculously good. Those badminton players. Beach volleyball, I like as well, and I've played that. This has been really tough for me, but I think, I think maybe because I used to play tennis, I think I enjoy playing badminton slightly more. So I'm going to give my nod to badminton. Yeah, I think it's a good one to. It, it deserved going to to tiebreaker. Mark I think to, so too. Uh, to break the tie of badminton versus beach volleyball. Hmm. So it all comes down to what do I enjoy watching? Yeah. And. It's a tough one because I enjoy watching both of them. Beach volleyball. It's tougher than you think. This. this yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah it is. I mean, I am denied all over the place. I didn't think I was going to. Yeah, I was a bit surprised by that as well, actually, myself. Okay, so beach volleyball goes through to round two, leaving us with two more matches left to go before we get to the next round. Uh, starting with basketball versus fencing. Basketball versus fencing, two very similar sports, these two. Very. Extremely. So, basketball, so it's a well-known fact that men have never won a basketball medal at the Olympics, even though we've had some very good teams lately. Um, We finished fourth in 88, 96, 2000, and 2016, where we were 10 seconds away from winning a bronze medal. The women, on the other hand, they've been good. They've won two bronze and three silver. Uh, They were... 
very much a chance at the last Olympics, but they lost in the quarters um, out of nowhere. They lost to Serbia by two points. Uh, so they're, they're right in the hunt for a gold medal. Paddy Mills, of course, was a flag bearer for Australia in the Olympics. Most people know about basketball pretty well, I would have thought, and in, enjoy watching it. And on the other hand, fencing some one of those ones that clearly we only watch once every four years. It was started. That was at the first Olympics as well in eighteen ninety six. Who's your favourite fencer? Oh, I would have thought uh, my favourite would be I don't know Eduardo Maniarotti. Probably would be my favourite fencer oh, yeah, of all time. Good. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, of course, he's won the most Olympic fencing medals with thirteen. Mm-hmm. So remember when Hutto called that his thirteenth one? Thirteen. Yes. Maniarotti. So, fencing has been in every modern Olympic Games. Um, it started off with the men's foil and the sabre. Anyway, I don't think many people really care too much. But there's the foil, the sabre, and the epi. Epe. Epe. Epe, that's right. So, obviously, winning points are made by weapons contact with an opponent. Fencing, yeah, it's an interesting one. Like, oh, let's be honest. I, I might as well not even talk much more about this one. I love my basketball. <laughs> Fencing's all right, but... Compared to basketball, I'd, I'd I'd go basketball any day. The fencing's interesting, the on guard and all that stuff, and I can watch a little bit of it, but I don't think I could sit there for several hours and watch fencing, whereas I could watch basketball all day. So for me, basketball easily. Yeah, it's a tough draw for um, for fencing. Again, we don't get we don't see much of it, and one of the problems I wonder with fencing is that when you're watching it, the opponents kind of look the same. Because don't they all wear, like, a beekeeper's outfit? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And with a great big mask on them. So, basketball, I think, is one of the few that... So, with all of these sports, it's great because it's the they're generally the... Like we were saying, they're the ultimate you can reach. And the peak you can get to is, is to win an Olympic gold medal. In basketball, I'm not sure if that's true. That whether a player would rather win an NBA championship or win gold... Well, funny you should say that. Joe Ingalls today actually said he'd much rather win an Olympic gold medal than a championship ring with Utah. And and I think that will have would have changed in 1992, 1996, 1992, 1992, when the, the Dream Team 92. Uh, first played, 92. So I reckon that's probably elevated it to a higher level, uh, even though it was at a, at a high level, obviously, professionals couldn't play. Although they could play, I think professionals from other countries could play, but just not for America. But whereas in '92, when the Dream Team joined, it was it became all all in. Oh, so I think that's probably elevated it to the next level. That's true. Yeah, yeah it, it was only amateurs were allowed to play um, for America for whatever reason. For America, I don't yeah, know why. But we were okay. Yeah, because well, we, we had still... professionals. We had Andrew Gaze and that playing for us, and the NBL's yeah. professional. So I don't know what that was about. Maybe it was to even. We had it Tim up. Fisher playing for us. Yes. And Leroy Loggins. We did. Shane Heal. Phil Smythe. Yes. Uh, Mr. It's, Burns. It's basketball. It's basketball for me. Uh, Mike, which way would you have gone there? I get a feeling it might have been a clean sweep. Well, fencing is huge in Afghanistan, guys. You have no idea. But oh, uh, I remember at not- all their Olympic Games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 1948 yeah. was massive. <laughs> it was huge. Huge. But yeah, I'd have to go with basketball. Now, the next one is two of the heavyweights. This is a tough one. This This is is clearly the the Mars versus Snickers all over again. There's always one. Mm. Yeah, and it finishes off the the round of 16. It's track versus cycling. Oh, where do you even start with track? I mean, there's there's so many events. You You start on all fours. 
there's the there's there's the sprints, there's a the middle distance, there's a long distance, there's walking, there's hurdling. Obviously, there's the marathon. Yeah, that would be a long distance event. Correct. Can I tell you, Australia's first uh, uh, track athlete? Sure. Edwin Flack. Flacco. Good old. I'm pretty sure that's right. Good old I'm pretty Flacco. Sure right. I'm pretty sure it is as well. The... I'm pretty sure because I've heard it the other day. But also, he, when I did work experience at Price Waterhouse, they had uh, Edwin Flack room, and I learned. And it was the only interesting thing I learned the whole time I was there. Oh, there was two things interesting things I'd learned there. One was where the toilets were. No, I don't. we went to we ordered at an abattoir, and I spent the day at an abattoir. That was something I will never forget. Whoa! <laughs> it was, it was Ooh, uh, not, not the gabattoir. Oh, it was that we actually saw? Oh, we had to go in and count the carcasses. It was yeah, it's good for a work experience kid. Whoa! And the other thing was turn me off meat for like an hour and a half. I, I didn't... still do. You still hear the sheep, Clarice? The other thing was yeah, Edwin had Edwin Flackroom. He was an accountant who was living in London and he he knew someone in the Greek Olymp- Athens Olympics committee or whatever and they said come down and compete and he just had a crack at everything and he he won a he won something in the running and he was runner up in the marathon or he was winning the marathon and fell over or something Whoa. He, anyway yeah so you, you this is your domain and I've uh, no. I've invaded your domain but no, um, I, I had written down here Tim talking about carcasses that was clearly on the rundown <laughs> <laughs> So of course the the, the most well known is the hundred meter dash, of course, which is Usain Bolt, obviously in two thousand and twelve has the Olympic record in what time nine point six three seconds, oh, and in in Sydney two thousand and Australia the only time Australians uh, run anywhere near that Patrick Johnson ran nine point eight eight seconds, and that's the fastest male ever in the hundred. So we've what about him? Yeah, did he win a medal? I don't think he did. did he? No, he didn't win a medal. No, from memory, he might have made the. Well, no, I don't even know if he made the final. Um, so we, we've won a, a trackload of medals. Uh, and the at here we've won seventy three medals, twenty one gold, twenty six silver, twenty six bronze in the track ever. Um, but you know we're okay at track. I don't know if we're great at track, but we're okay at track. Well, interestingly, the other night Raylene Boyle said. She doesn't think we had a decent track team since 1968. Uh, she's probably right, you know. I mean, they try their best, yeah. and they're they're very very good. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. very Absolutely. good at what they do, but just other countries seem to just be that tiny bit better than us in the track. We have we have really good, like some every every Olympics we have at least one world standard. Like um, yes, Sally, uh, Pearson. <laughs> yeah, Pearson, Sally Pearson, yeah. Doesn't sound right, does it? Doesn't sound right. That was Sally Pearson. And this one, this Olympics, hopefully, will will unearth another one. I think there's a really good uh, 1500 meters men's runner this year. But anyway, uh, cycling, Ben. Yeah, cycling. There's actually four different types of cycling now in the Olympics. So for some reason, I just think of the velodrome. But there's there's track, there's road racing, there's BMX, and now there's mountain bike racing in this Olympics as well. So actually, yeah, four. Yeah. So I was I wondered if we were going to conclude um, BMX and mountain biking. I don't know. I guess. I think we do. I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, it probably isn't going to matter. But I mean, sorry, it's not going to matter because it's all cycling. It would like I don't think BMX would beat velodrome. Exactly. So obviously, we the first Australian to win Olympic gold medal on the road was Kathy Watt in Barcelona in nineteen ninety two. Ninety two, and oh, then, which yes. was good because then she backed it up by winning a silver in the individual pursuit. So she won yep. two individual cycling medals at the same Olympics, which was great. 
In, then in 2004, there was a real gold rush for Australia. We won six gold medals that that and year. In, yes, in the cycling, that was huge. Um, and and this year again, we're we're really on track to have another good Olympics. There's the sprint. I remember, do you remember that? You know that one where it's like a, the time trial. That's always a really good yeah. Yeah, that's. I think that one's the Omnium. There's there's four different types. There's the sprint. There's the team sprint. There's the Kieran, and there's the Omnium. And the Kieran and the Omnium are really interesting. They're sort of yeah, they're was, different events. There was a bloke who was who was favourite, huge favourite for the whatever the like you do the laps around four laps around, and it's just a time trial. Yeah. And he, he fell out of the blocks. Yeah, his foot come out of the. Yeah. He should come out of the pedal or something. And he was like a, yeah. Not Gary like Neewand or someone, was it? Something like that? Nah, he, Gary Neewand was always around and he, he was the O'Reilly, I want to say, but it's not O'Reilly. Anyway. That kind you, of you. rings a bell, actually. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about the mountain bike. I know that they complete laps of a, of a course between 40 and 50 Ks for men and about 30 Ks for women. So that's just basically a first across the post. Uh, the road ones, same thing, the set course. Um, the Kirin's interesting. It's actually Japanese, Japanese, uh, start in Japan, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. So that'll be good this year. And that's, um, up to seven riders can piece, uh, a different, yeah. They maneuver for the best position. And then, yeah, it's all a frantic sprint at the end. And then the Omnium's probably that one. It's like a, it's like a decathlon. Yeah, they all go around. There's like a million of them all going around, and they have different things: the flying lap, the they have a points race, the scratch race, kilometers elimination race. They have everything sort of during the same race. It's it's very interesting. Um, so the yeah, the cycling's huge, and Australia's very good at at cycling. Who's up? I think you're up. Shane for, Kelly. Shane oh, Kelly oh, was Shane the guy. Shane Kelly. I remember Shane Kelly. This is not easy, but. It's hard to go past the track. It's what it's about. It's it's when you think Olympics, that one of the first things you do think it's, it's blue the blue ribbon events like your uh, hundred meters, and your two hundred meters, and your four. And, look, and you go back to the like rivalries on the four minute mile and that that kind of thing, and and the ultimate as the the marathon. It's gonna it has to be the the track as much as cycling is great, and would probably beat half a dozen if not more of the other sports here. Track gets my vote. Yeah, I've got a feeling cycling is extremely unlucky here because I remember previous Olympics I've got up to watch. I'm talking mainly the, the the velodrome, to be honest. The other ones, even the road race, I'm not overly interested in mountain bike and BMX. They're okay for a bit of a look, but I don't love them. But the velodrome, I, I, I've, yeah, previous Olympics I've got up early in the morning to watch velodrome races. I just love them. Um, but, yeah, it's come up against track. And like you said, track's one of the originals. It's one of the best. It's it's a showcase. Even though Australia you know, are rarely going for, for gold medals and that I still just love watching the best in the world doing doing their thing. So reluctantly, I have to go for track. Mike? Yeah, I think track make it the three out of three. Yeah, it's a tough draw. It is tough for cycling. It was the cycling. Mars versus Snickers, as you say. Um, but there's just too many good events in track. Yeah, yeah, yes. Now, well, let's uh, uh, let's just play this. Quarterfinals. And let's get into the second round. Let's dive into it. Yes. Ooh. Let's freestyle our way through to the quarterfinals. You sure we don't uh, want to backstroke back to do that again? No, no. Uh, 
I'm not even going to say breaststroke. The first quarterfinal uh, takes place all in the pool. It's the diving versus the swimming. And I feel like I've waffled on more than enough with useless facts on all these. So let's just dive. Oh, this is the money. This, this is the whistles. This is where, yeah, the money end of it. Money end? That doesn't make sense, does it? It's where the, the rubber hits. End. It is. It's where the rubber hits the road. Yeah. I like oh, it. Oh, but we just got rid of bikes. <laughs> True. Diving and swimming. Yeah, look, this for me, this is a, a non-event. The diving I like. It's good to watch. The swimming, just like we said before about the track, was a showcase for me swimming as well as a showcase. We've, I get enthralled by it once every four years. Love watching it. And for me, swimming wins that one easily. Yeah, I, I love diving i like like i said that's what it's the only one of the ones where you judge it <clears throat> with with a with a point score that i like it's just hard to like swimming was probably the favorite with the bookmakers going into this uh we should have checked with georgie parker to see what she had to say from sports bet but she would uh, have had a multi going for sure i think it has to be swimming uh, Mike, what, what's your thought? Yeah, that this is an easy one. It's swimming. As much as diving's good, if we had to compare the two, it's swimming hands down. Swimming makes it through to the semi-finals. Would have been an upset if it wasn't. That puts us through to quarterfinal number two in the eastern side. Fuck, I got it wrong. It's the western side. I didn't... Uh, I, I just Careless. Careless. Rowing versus field. And that's not field hockey. That's field I just keep getting back to horse racing. I look at that and go, it's rowing versus everything else in the uh, in the Olympics. <laughs> 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 but rowing versus field, mm, this is a good matchup. I do like the rowing. Awesome force. But it's my um, vote. Love them. But uh, before I have a chat, of course, it's over to you, Tim. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I like the as I said, I like rowing as well. Although I think I voted for hockey, didn't I, in the last one? <laughs> So, but I love field. Uh, there's like I love watching the high jumps and the the tension of a high jump, whether that bloody thing's going to fall off or not, and the 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 tension of a measure in a in a in a long jump and a triple jump. I it, it gets me every time, and I get annoyed when they cross to they they stop one of those events and cross to the the things on the, around the the running bits. So I'm going to say field for me. Yeah, field's interesting. You get, I like the fact that it involves you know, your discus and shot put and all those things where you can have different people with different body, body shapes. Yeah. I like to get to air. Yeah, I like that <laughs> fact. So you get all, all sorts in there. And there's something about watching someone throw a good discus and you can just tell off the hand and you see it flying in the air and just goes past the marker for the person who's already had the longest throw. Anyway, the field has a lot of things in it that I really like. Rowing. Yeah, I do like rowing. It's I do like watching, like I said, the little ends of the boats just catching up to each other and going past them on the graphics on the screen. But realistically, if the two were on at once and I had to watch one, I'd definitely watch the field. So for me, field has to go through. Straight sets again. Sorry, Mike. Mike, would you have made that a clean, a clean sweep? This is a tough one for me. I'm, I'm leaning more towards rowing. Oh, give us some insight, Mike. I just prefer to watch rowing than field. And Fair I think call. it's probably probably because we do better in rowing than we do in field. There's that's a little a, bit of that. Ooh, yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. That's true. The good thing about rowing is you get to sit down as well. Okay, uh, so row, sorry, so field goes through up against swimming, two of the tra- traditional favourites. 
Whereas, uh, well, I guess was, there is a traditional favourite over here on the, the Eastern Conference to, to kick things off with weightlifting up against one of the new kids on the block, Beach Volleyball. Mm, I feel like this is the, the weaker of the four quarters. There's always a weaker one. I feel like this could be the weaker one. Or you could look at it that it's a different one. Maybe I shouldn't be quarter. so cruel. This is the quarter where like Carlton got through when we did the footy teams, and yeah, that probably wasn't right. That's a good point. How did Carlton get so far? Anyway... Weightlifting and beach volleyball, geez, that's that's very different. Carlton made it through the semis. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because they beat Essendon and Fremantle, like we did beat them during the year too. So it's probably all right. Anyway, that's, that, that's true. Uh, so beach volleyball, hmm, yeah, I like that weightlifting. Wow, this is a tough one. I really don't care for either. I've just decided, but I have to care for one over the other. Watching the weightlifters, watching the beach volleyball. Well, for entertainment factor, I think I'd have to pick beach volleyball. The weightlifting's good, but the beach volleyball for entertainment factors, I think I'd watch that more and be more entertained. So for that reason alone, I'm going to vote for beach volleyball. I was thinking beach volleyball until I looked at the matchup and I thought, I think I'm going to go with weightlifting. I don't know why. Is that what went, so that was a good insight to what goes through your head, Tim? Yeah, that was the first thing that popped in was like, if I was to watch these these at the moment, okay, this is this tells you something that, that that's probably wrong. If I if I had men's beach beach volleyball versus men's weightlifting, I know where you're side, going here. Be very careful, Timothy. I would choose weightlifting. So to me, that means that I probably prefer watching a weightlifting as a pure sport from a pure sporting perspective I would prefer to watch the weightlifting than the beach volleyball so I'm going to turn this over to Mike Ooh. and say Mike weightlifting versus beach volleyball which I'm, way would you go I'm enthralled to see your decision here Mike it again it comes down to what would I rather watch and I think the athleticism of beach volleyball just gets me in the end just pips it in the end for me so it's beach volleyball for me beach, beach volleyball through through to a semi-final. Right, so the last quarter-final brings basketball Ooh. up against track. Another one. Track's had a hard run, isn't it? Cycling and then basketball. Track's had a hard run. Tim, what yeah. do you think? Um, yeah. What is Tim's head saying this time? Tim's head saying confusion, uh, which is normal. Uh, and it doesn't actually make sense. So, so yeah. It, it, Tim's head straight up says track. Only because... I would watch basketball throughout the year, every year at different stages, but track is an event, and obviously it's an event, but it's like an event TV event when it comes to Olympics, and I would choose to watch uh, some the, the track ahead of uh, ahead of a basketball in the in the, when it comes to the Olympics. So yeah, and you know I, I do actually watch a little bit of track. I watch like those diamond series, as whatever they call them. The, that are uh, on in, in Europe uh, in the European summer, but I would. De- I'm going. I'm saying track. I'm saying track. Stop trying to talk me out of it. I'm saying track. <laughs> yeah, this one might surprise you. My answer this one a bit because Diamond League, Diamond League, Diamond League. That's it. Yeah, I am. A, I am, as you know, a big basketball fan. I watch basketball all the time. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about just and and I love watching the basketball during the Olympics, and we'll be watching all the, the Boomers games, all the US games, everything. But if you're just talking Olympics isolated. I have to go with track, surprisingly. It's just, it's just the, like you said, it's a showcase event. It's just the best of the best pitting themselves up against each other. And there's, there's always drama. There's always some stories that come out of it. There's always someone that pings a hammy halfway through the 200. There's always stuff going on. And it's just, 
you just you can't take your eyes off it. And so for me, I, I, just, I have to go for track. Can I put it to you in another way? Sure. If I had, for the 2032 Olympics, I had a ticket to the basketball final and I had a ticket, in the other hand, to the 100 metres final, which one would you take in 11 years' time? For some reason. Because it's closer, that's why. That's more when we're more likely to get a ticket. Yeah, I'd take the track one. Just. Just. It'd be a tough one, though. I wouldn't mind which one I got. I thought you would have chosen basketball. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's because I've seen a lot of basketball over the years. Not Admittedly, not Olympics, but... Or is that track just as new and shiny and exciting to me every four years? Maybe that's why, but... It's, it's a minuscule win and a surprising Mike, win. Mike, which way would you have gone? Well, it's a tough one, but you've got basketball, which is great spectacle, but with the track... You've got multiple events. It covers multiple events. You get more bang for your buck, and it's got to be track. And you like that, Mike? I do. Especially as the Milwaukee Bucks won. I know. True. How good was that? Get more bang for your bucks. The semifinals. It's semifinals. Semifinals time. I think three of these were probably expected to get through. Mm. I think, if you were to... to, to put all the cards on the table. Cards yes. not being an Olympic sport. And if you do look at that right-hand corner, shooting, weightlifting, badminton and beach volleyball, that is an interesting little grouping. But we don't seed them. It's just the way that the, they... Oh, oh exactly right. At the that's, end of the day. That's so, right. <laughs> so, swimming versus field is the first semi-final. Tough one. They're a really tough, tough one. one. I think this one might end up with tiebreaker, Mike, I think, because... As much as I love my field and, yeah, would be my top few things, uh, the swimming, yeah, if I had two things on at once, I'd, I'd turn on the swimming and watch it. Maybe it's because Australia do a lot better, I've got a feeling that's probably the only thing that would give me swimming over field, um, but I will go for swimming. Hmm, yeah, it's not easy, and to be in all honesty, this is the type of matchup that deserves to go to tiebreaker Mike. Uh, it's it's a tough one and it needs that extra opinion. It needs a third vote. Mm. And I, I I I do I if I had a choice between going if I had tickets to the fifteen hundred meters men's which is probably the the up the peak the peak and the high jump which I just love watching people jump I'm going to pick the high jump. So yeah, I'm going I'm going with field, Mike. Oh Mike. Oh well, I think Tim's made a very good point. If I had a ticket to go to both what would I rather take? And it comes down to that, I think. And if that's the case, it's swimming. Swimming goes through. Oh, I thought you were going the other way, you trickster. I thought you were too. Trickster. Mm. Well played. Yeah, either I've never th- been to swimming, to be honest. So uh, I went to the Commonwealth Games swimming when it was here. That was, that was good. That was great, actually. So, yeah, swimming and field, great semi-finalist. And swimming, a very worthy finalist, I believe, on the western side of the draw. Over to the eastern side, and we have beach volleyball up against track. Let's be quick on this one. Track kicks its butt, surely. Yeah, surely. So we're just gonna just we'll just agree. Yeah. yeah. Do we need it's to tough. say anything? Is it? Is it? It's tough for uh, beach volleyball who has had a dream run. And apologies to all our beach volleyball fans. Uh, we love them. But... I think we have a worthy grand final swing versus track. So let me just play this. The grand final. I think, like, Bruce McAvaney 
come and takes these two, right? Doesn't he? Oh no, what's his name did the last night, didn't he? The mayor of Perth. Didn't did he do the ticket Basil Zemplis? Did he Basil do the swimming Zemplis. yesterday? Yes he did, yep. Ugh, don't like him. So my boat. Swimming versus track. So both of these things I voted for the whole way through, every every, every one, so that makes it even tougher for me. Swimming. Hmm. Jeez, I get excited when the swimming comes on. I don't know why. I just do track. I do too. This is a this is a really interesting one. If I had tickets to each thing is with the, if you I, I just got to think of the finals. I guess if I had tickets to the finals of each, but it might depend if it was a hundred meter final. If I had a ticket to that, might do it. But if you're talking overall, what do I like more? I think I'm just going to go with my heart and go. If I had tickets to both, I would probably choose swimming. Weirdly, so I'm going to I'm going to probably surprise myself and vote for swimming over track. I love both, mind you. Interesting. In a lot of ways, I'm glad you said that because I decided in my head which way I was going to vote, and I thought I'm not going to just say I'm putting this to 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 Mike. I'm going to stick with what I'm what I would choose. And when you were talking about which one, if you had tickets side by side, which one would you go for? I would go for track because I just watching people watching people doing the the, the running stuff is maybe a little bit more identifiable and easier to watch than watching people just splashing and and swimming and stuff. Some very valid uh, points there, a, Tim. Yeah, not very well made, but but uh, but I think that's why I'm going to say that I'm voting. For track, Mike, this comes down to your tie-breaking vote. And I Swing think this is track. What's the best Olympic sport? And I think it deserves to go through to Mike. To be honest, this is a tough yeah. one, guys. I mean, they're both multiple sports in terms of there are multiple events mm. within the genre. Break them all down for us. <laughs> Talk us through them all. <laughs> Uh, we don't have time. First, um, you've got the 50 metres men's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> then you look at, well, what what does Australia do well at? Uh, that's swimming versus track where we've, we've had some good, um, some good individual performances, but we're not well known as a track nation. Um, but still, what would I rather go and see from a spectacle perspective? And I think I'm going to have to say as much... As I thought I wouldn't be saying this, I'm going with track. Ooh, fair call. Yeah, I thought I, you were going to lean exactly that way. What you mean. Yeah, mm. I know what you mean too. I could easily have said track, to be honest, but I just, I think it was the Australian factor that got swimming over the line for me. But track, yeah. a very, very worthy winner. And in some ways, I'm glad it won. It's a great final. And if you were to go, if you were listening to, uh, to this uh, without listening to the first four hours of talk uh you would probably have thought what are they doing there's just going to be swimming versus track <laughs> yeah probably, prob- probably. but it was the journey that got us here and they were like did they each get through in straight sets yep no no field field took a vote oh, from, from swimming that's right you voted for yeah, field so, You're right. so well, maybe that alone through. track should have gone yeah that's a worthy winner then it didn't lose a set at any stage of the tournament yeah look well done to track i think well done track i think you'll find the track gets to present itself with its own medal. Uh, I think so uh, too. With a mask they, on. Uh, with a mask on. Yeah. Well played. An Olympic special. Do you think they'll play this at the Olympic Village? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. They'll all sit around yeah. their individual rooms, of course, listening to it. 
Just waiting for a mention. Not allowed to have more than three on a bed, apparently. Yeah, well, there'll be a lot of threesomes listening to this then. (laughs) I'm sure there will. Uh, I think weightlifters too, but but some of the gymnasts, five on a bed. I think it's a 200 kilogram limit on the beds because they're made out of cardboard. Um, They are. The beds are made out of cardboard this year. I saw that. And did you know what all the medals are made out of? Um, let's have a think they're, about that. They're uh, covered in gold, silver, and bronze, but, but with a coating. But the actual metals themselves are all made of the same material. Porridge. I was going to say you're closer than you think, but you're not. <laughs> Often the way. I will give you a hint. They're made from something that you've had in your hand today. Mike? <laughs> I don't know. They are made from Flesh. recycled recycled mobile phones. Whoa. Yeah. What a great go. that's that beats all the rubbish that I talked about earlier. No, that look, one fact alone I think trumps all of it. That was not that's not true. There was some very interesting facts there. We've learnt about so many things about the Olympics including and not limited to the fact that I can't tell the difference between Stockholm and Helsinki, but also... About uh, Afghanistan. The, the Afghanistan. And rich, so rich Olympic history. <laughs> they, they really have. Even they'll Mike, be surprised we, to learn about their rich Olympic history. Will we be back here on uh, the 26th of July, 2024, talking about the games of the 33rd Olympiad, which are to be held in... Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Will we be talking about uh, our favourite events in Afghanistan? I'm not sure, but I know... I was just going to say, there's a new event coming for the Afghanistan Olympics, and that's sheep throwing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Hopefully it stays in for 2032, because I'll have an 11-year-old then, and she'll be a wonder at something, so maybe it'll be sheep throwing. Get her chucking some sheep now. I will. Just even if they're toy toy sheep, get her to throw them out of her cot. No, stuff that straight into the real sheep. I was going to say that she's got some uh, some competition with the kiwis. The kiwis are notoriously good at this. Well, she's yeah. part kiwi, Shani. Um, ah, so yeah, that's yeah, exactly so, right. Oh, it's in her blood. It's it in is in her blood. Look out, twenty thirty two. Good one. I'm thinking probably Australia, but who knows? Who knows? She could be the. First Australian to win a gold medal in sheep throwing, 2032. (laughs) On that note, um, we have... uh, Look, thank you for joining us uh, for our uh, our annual... Thank you for joining us for our uh, Olympic special. Ben, thank you. Yeah, thank you. We'll we'll have another one of these in four years. Absolutely. Three years. Three years, you're right. Thanks thanks to the pandemic we get to uh, have olympics uh, sooner rather than later uh, we maybe we'll have our favorite commonwealth game sports coming up soon maybe, maybe. yeah is that only a year uh, away then commonwealth games are next year yeah yeah are and they in afghanistan got a f- no i was going to say i thought they were in birmingham but i think that's already happened so look because the last ones were in it is in birmingham yeah yeah, yeah. good call nice yeah the last ones were in uh, we were in the gold coast and no one went to the closing ceremony. That's right. And thank you, you thank you, Mike, for uh, being the tiebreaker there. It was a big responsibility, that one. It was tough. So, yes, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank, thank you. Thank, uh, thank you. Thank you, Tim. Boys. And, Mike, as you always say, drink up your drinks, get your phone numbers. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.
open valley go Luscious fruits now exotic Go open valley go The taste would drive you wild Just taste those It's 